they bring the girls where you can choose from. But What the fuck? Yeah, but I'm I'm also thinking like, okay, I'm 13. I want to lose my virginity, <laughs> but not this way. Please, come on. It has to be something more meaningful. Welcome to Fuck Boys in Recovery, episode 8 with Kenneth. Yes, here I am. Shortest introduction in the world. Kenneth has been coaching for us. He's a dating coach. Potentially, we'll do much bigger things with him in the future. But the highlight of his career and his life up to this point is this podcast. Yes, it's the ultimate highlight. Never has anything better happened to me before. No, true. But a lot of bad stuff has happened to you. Bad stuff and good stuff. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> beautiful. Because it's funny, we've spent quite a lot of time together. We even lived in the same building for about a month. But yeah, I realized I know very little stories about you. Yeah, I'm a close book a mystery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so mysterious. Such a mysterious guy. Like All the girls too. love him. <laughs> Nobody knows nothing about him. <laughs> I know like one or two stories about you. Yeah, indeed. Uh, there are more than a few stories yeah. uh, than the ones you know about me. And that's why you're here. True, true. I promise you that I would uh, give you a few stories about the things that I've yes. experienced as a... Uh, degenerateness, degenerateness, degenerateness. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, we yes. don't need much more of an intro. Tell us some fucking degenerate shit. Yes, yes. So uh, this story, it takes place in Barcelona. Yes. Happened a few months ago when I was coaching there. It's recent, it's fresh. The yes, pain is still fresh there. One. Or, the, or, the, or the beauty. Mostly the pain. Okay. Well, actually, uh, both. both. But With beauty comes pain sometimes. I was just going to say, there's beauty in pain. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now tell, this, tell the part where you did anal without a condom. Uh, yeah, so me and Louis were chilling together in bed, and then Louis. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean the Barcelona <laughs> story, the real story. Yeah, so the story in Barcelona. Uh, so it happened in Barcelona. It all started on a date, actually. Uh, me and a girl, I met her online. We went on a date, and during that date, my phone got stolen. Yeah, very painful. You told me this right before the podcast. You fell for the, you didn't know it, the classic Barcelona phone stealing trick where yeah. a beggar or a bum or anyone comes at your table and they're like, hey, they hold a, a map over or a, some sort of menu over your table and they mm -hmm. ask you a bunch of shit and under the thing, under the paper, they're stealing your phone. Yeah, true. It was this. My mom fell for it once. Really? Yeah. Uh, I was like, awful. mom, God damn, you got to know this shit. But that's the thing, you, it's not just about your phone being, so, being stolen, but also your dignity, your self-respect, because you think, fuck, how can this happen to me? Because you always think it's never going yeah. to happen to me. It's so obvious. And to you, it happened while you're in front of this date that you want yes. to impress. Yes. yes. Anyway. Indeed, indeed. So uh, this happened during the date. And once I was ready to pay, I noticed. So I think half an hour after the phone got stolen. And yeah, my night being completely horrible shit uh, because of that, I felt completely mm. fucked up because I'm in a different country. And there was a big party happening as well in Barcelona. It's like bigger than New Year's even. And it's called San Juan. Yeah, San Juan, San Juan. I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. Uh, and this party is happening all over the city and mainly in the, the beach area. And I still wanted to go there after my phone got stolen because I was feeling bad. And I thought, fuck it, I need something to put my mind of this situation. Mm -hmm. And we go to the, the, the beach party as well there, the, the whole area. Uh, Sam was also there. 
I didn't see him at that time. I was Svenny from Podcast One. <laughs> yes, Svenny, Dirty Svenny, the legend. Yeah. The man himself. The S- porn empire grandson. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking crazy that he is because when he told me, I couldn't believe it. I thought he was fucking with me when he told me. Yeah. Fucking funny. Uh, well, as I was saying, so we went to that area uh, where the everyone is chilling on the beach, mm-hmm. walking around, whatever. And... A funny story about that. Sven almost lost his ear, uh, his hearing. I'm gonna leave that to him to tell another story in another podcast how that happens. Yeah. Uh, but me and my date, we were looking for a few of my friends. We found one of them, and okay, we were hanging out a bit. And my friend, he yeah, he approached a few girls. They were Russian. Uh, she also spoke Russian. Your date spoke Russian. Yeah, and yeah. also the girls he spoke to, and mm, okay, they they got in. Well, I was with, with my girl there, and I. I, I saw him talking to these two girls and I thought, oh, let me just join with her and, you yeah. know, just vibe a bit. And I introduced them and all of a sudden, like, my girl starts talking to those girls a lot, completely uh, removing us from the conversation for a moment. Oh, <laughs> for me, it wasn't that bad because it was just my date. I didn't mind. It was just her talking to some girls yeah. she just met. But for him, it was like, oh, okay, uh, <laughs> let's <laughs> move on. Um, and after that, uh, our date was coming to an end. And I thought, hey... Uh, it was a, even though that all these bad things happened to me that night, I thought, let's, you know, she was quite into me. I was quite into her. Let me go in for the kiss. And she rejected me, which was a bit sad, especially uh, after what happened before. <laughs> yeah. No phone and no kiss. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing anymore. <laughs> and not even my dignity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and... I was like, oh, okay, it's a bit painful. But she said like, yeah, um, I don't want to do it yet. Uh, I want to get to know you better first, blah, blah, blah. Because I think, yeah, she's more from a, like a conservative country. And yeah. it's the way she's brought up and everything. So she was very keen on seeing me after, which I also did later on. Yeah. Uh, but that's not where the story ends of that night. So where the story goes after that, after we said our goodbyes, me and this guy, we were walking to our other friends to go back to the hotel because we had to work again the next day. We didn't, we didn't want to make it too late. And while I'm walking there, I see this beautiful Latina girl sitting in some bar with her friends and she waves at me. She's, she's the one from this story, isn't she? <laughs> Which story? I don't know wherever this story <laughs> is going. But I, well, not you everyone's watching this on YouTube. Some are listening on Spotify or whatever. Yeah. But you're like, yeah, there's this Latina waving and your eyes literally start <laughs> sparkling. <laughs> she's the one. Maybe it's my weakness for them. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> well, so uh, I see her waving and yeah, I was in a very shit mood, but I was like, <laughs> so you flip the finger. I fuck like, you. <laughs> <laughs> and then fuck you're not coming over. Another day, baby. <laughs> and that's where the story ends. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh so me obviously going over there, uh introducing myself, and it so happens that this uh, beautiful lady and her friend only spoke Spanish. And me only speaking a little bit of Spanish, you know, like a lot of hand gestures, uh making it very yeah, simple, whatever you're saying. Yeah, I, and then you make a heart, heart, uh, like a big ass. Like, I and then, love big ass. And then you do this. Are you open the a little ass, bit? And then you stick and your tongue like, out. You, you can do some ASMR here. Okay. So like. <laughs> <laughs> and she's that like, yes, so I'm so glad I waved at him. 
<laughs> yeah, she was totally horrified by that. Uh, but anyway, so I got over there and yeah, it didn't really matter because the attraction was there from the beginning. Man, uh, that's so good. Yeah, it's so fun because you don't really, yeah, you can't say that much to each other, but you're trying to like, she knows like maybe three words in English. I know maybe 10 words in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And we still try to Culo make it work. Culo grande. <laughs> muy bien. Or something. Yes, something like that. Yeah. And um, we start talking, hitting it off. Um, and, you know, she was, your friend was talking to my friend and I was just talking to her and I'm like, fuck it. I, I mean, my night has already gone to shit. Let's see how far I can take this night. So me and her, we get a bit closer. She starts sitting on my lap, this and that. And we make out like right there in the cafe. I think it was after 10 minutes or so. Uh, and then our other friend comes and he's like, oh, hey guys, here you are. I was looking for you guys. And he also found this amazing girl that he had to say goodbye to because she had to take a flight somewhere to, I don't know, from Barcelona to Madrid. All these spontaneous romance. Yeah, so beautiful because he was like totally into her and he showed me a picture of her afterwards. And I was like, whoa, she is definitely stunning. And... Well, the thing is, uh, this girl that I was talking to, she was going to a party, uh, like, right after she was going to finish her thing there at the bar. And she asked if I wanted to come with, but I was already, like, tired that my phone got stolen. I didn't have, like, a way to to reach anyone. Yeah. So I thought, "Mm, maybe I should just see another another night. Yeah. And, okay, we just exchanged numbers. Uh, We decided to meet up some other nights. And the day after, uh, well, in all honesty, that was actually a quite interesting day as well because I think that day I was was my third or fourth day in Barcelona, and I think it was my fourth date of the day. And four dates in one day? Yeah, four dates in one day. I know it was a bit exaggerating, but it was like one was like very spontaneous. You were traumatized the was, oh. from that you lost your phone. I was trying to, you know, like it's recover mentally yes, from all the despair that happened to me. So yeah. I had to do something, you know, yes. I mean, it's coping. Yeah, <laughs> it's completely normal. Yes, I've heard it is. Uh, it's it's one of the first steps, denial. And uh, then there's acceptance, but first is denial. Yes. So you're ignoring the fact. Um, anyway, uh, so me and this girl, we meet up again. Uh, we What time? I think this was around 8 p.m. Okay. Something like that. So one day at 9 a.m., one at 1 p.m., one 4 p.m., <laughs> and 8 p.m. <laughs> well, it was more like someone I had a coffee with first, then I had uh, lunch with someone, then I had... Uh, it was very spontaneous. We went to the Picasso Museum with this girl that I met the night before, um, which is also... I've never... I'm not a museum person at all, but I did have fun there because there were all these drawings of penises and people... <laughs> like penises and I was laughing my ass off like the only person in the whole museum and she was like what the fuck is guys laughing at some art like everyone is being very serious and I was I don't know I was just having fun there yeah and anyway that's another story yeah date two it's 8 p.m. 8 p.m. so we have a we have a drink first like I think maybe an hour and then I say yeah let's just go back to my place and chill there and at my place, two of my other colleagues are there. One is sleeping because we also had to coach again at night. And another one brought a girl with him that he met on a date as well. Uh, on a date. During the day, I mean. Man, these... Uh, it all sound, sounds so normal to us, but I can imagine someone just listening <coughs> is like, what the fuck are these it's guys... true. The thing is, it's not normal. Well, it's, for us, it's normal. It's our reality, like... It's something we're, we've grown accustomed to. 
but for a lot of guys it's yeah it seems surreal yeah i can feel i, I can imagine anyway so me and this girl i take her home um we're just sitting in the living room and we kiss a bit we you know we touch blah blah we're still talking like did you show her funny videos on your phone <laughs> funny cat videos yeah liar you no, don't I have a phone <laughs> <laughs> actually i bought a phone that day yeah like some cheap ass yeah of course phone. Yeah. yeah i went to a store and i said hey uh, i need a cheap phone i can do this this and this what can, what do you have cheap i bought phone it that can show cat videos and take <laughs> numbers <laughs> especially to impress girls that's the most important <laughs> yeah. part <laughs> yeah what's the cheapest phone you have that impresses girls well uh so i got one And then we were still talking very, you know, hand gestures, half Spanish, half English. <laughs> and uh, after a while, like, my friend, he came in with this girl that he met. And they just said hi. They were both Spanish speakers. So they spoke a bit amongst each other. Um, then they went to his room. And I thought, hey, let me take this girl also to my room. But she was also trying to be a bit like, no, not yet. We just like yeah. met very recently. Was she also a bit more conservative or is the mm. moral of the story just that you have wagging? <laughs> <laughs> the moral of the story is that I have no game. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. He's not coaching. No, He was uh, being coached. <laughs> <laughs> Louis was coaching me. That's why I suck so much. <laughs> no, the funny thing is actually we're going to happen now. So we are uh, just talking, kissing a bit, you know, touching here and there, you know, a little bit more sensual. And at a certain point, she asks me what I exactly do for a living. So I am being completely honest with it. I tell her that I work as a dating coach for a Dutch company, etc. And I have to explain her in, in Spanish. So it's very... Oh, that's impossible. I managed somehow. Okay. Like I know how to say trabajo in other words. Yeah. So it... it kind of Trabajo like amore <laughs> yeah it's like and client will, will turn into caliente mi amore caliente opium beach club yeah, <laughs> yeah something something along the lines of that okay yeah. so she understands she, she kind of understands what i'm saying yeah so i'm doing that and at the same time she's touching my penis all of a sudden interesting And well, while we're still sitting like, so it's, it's a kitchen. When you walk in, there's like, you go to the right, there's a kitchen and across the kitchen, there are already the bedrooms because we were staying at this Airbnb with four bedrooms. So kitchen to bedroom is like half a meter. So we are sitting in yeah. the, in the, in the kitchen itself and anyone can just walk in at any time any minute mm -hmm. and me and her we're <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like how you're getting turned on it's like mm, yeah. no no I'm, I'm like <laughs> it's it's good for the story me personally i don't like the oh we could get busted or people can see no, us. you don't no. no no never done it well of course i've done it but i'm not into it no the, like if the girl's really into it i'll do it because of yeah because she wants to and that's actually the, sweet of you yeah but me personally i'd rather like no let's just You and me, you know, mm -hmm. and also it's like you know, going off topic a little bit here, but uh, whatever in this crazy location or in the car or on the parking lot, it's like I like a bed and no one watching. Fucking. But what if you build up the tension so much and it's like okay, we can go to the bed and then it becomes yeah, you're going to a home, you're going home, you're going to your bed. It's a bit predictable. But what if it's just like you're both so into each other that you 
True. Well, Want to just tear each other's clothes off. No. Okay, I understand. But I'm just saying, like, if <clears throat> if you have all the options, and it's like, okay, what's your favorite place to have sex? For me, it's just a bed. For me too. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Man. And then uh, we have to finish your story. Maybe yeah. we should talk about this later. But one quick thing. I remember like back in the day when I was dirt poor and I traveled to Spain. Was it Spain or Portugal? I can't even remember. Me and a buddy and we we're in a hostel and we're it's this shared room with these bunk beds and you can't sleep and people are trying to steal your shit. And me and my buddy both wanted the same girl that was in this dorm room and there was one girl she was so hot mm -hmm. and so both of us start hitting on her <laughs> long story short of course i win <laughs> and in the of course somewhere at night <laughs> man i have many more stories where me and a friend want the same girls but like did, we did a few times didn't win uh, did we yeah. oh, oh yeah <laughs> fucking hell. shit in the apple store but anyway time. <laughs> um so at night me and this girl from the dorm i take her to the bathroom Yeah, and we have sex in the bathroom of this, uh, what do you call it, hostel? Yeah, and it's just my fucking skinny leg, bare knees <laughs> on this cold tile floor. Oh, you were both on the floor, literally. Yeah, it was like doggy style but on the floor. Ooh, and the joy of the penetration is just vastly overruled by the sheer pain True. from the tiles on your on your fucking skinny True. knees i wouldn't do that on my knees like no. man i wish we had a bed you fuck all this but it's also the disgusting because people you know people just they're dirty in the bathroom and you're sitting there on the ground with your knees yeah and then yeah what happens what happened to this tension and uh you have to you know that we were just talking about? depends on the situation yeah like i once had you, sex in a parking lot and that was at that was at night and there were still there was a possibility of people coming but that was a lot sexier because we just like it was just pants down and then you know you don't need a lot and then behind some car yeah something. behind some yeah. yeah like behind some car against the wall that is a lot more in, and it, it's not that uncomfortable like sometimes you have sex standing it's not weird mm. hey one meter and a half removed from the bath bedroom you're in the kitchen with this girl no, no half a meter not oh half a meter yeah you told her you're a dating closer. coach and she starts jerking you off over your pants <laughs> <laughs> yeah she opens so she opens my pants and she starts like like very gently stroking my penis first going to the jerk off while i'm explaining but me i i, need, I don't even know how to explain it in, in uh in english sometimes so how am i going to explain it in spanish yeah. maybe you're just, okay it's not maybe so hard to explain bits, yeah <laughs> I try, no, the thing is, I try to nuance it every time because sometimes people, you know, like there's a bit of a stigma around it. Yeah, for so sure. So I, I always uh, very like nuance it a lot. And usually people are very like, oh, wow, it's very cool what you do. But I feel that if you don't do that, people can be like very defensive about it. You're like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? Uh, what is this? Well, it's def definitely uh, like a hit or miss, hate or love it yeah. topic. But anyway, let's get to the story. Yeah. So very funny. She starts caressing me. And while I'm talking, all of a sudden she also like goes down and starts uh, putting my uh, lovely uh, your schwans schwans. <laughs> I yeah. was trying to find a very nice word, but schwans is a good one. Yes. And she puts it in her mouth and starts sucking me off right there uh, while one of my friends is having sex in this other bedroom. Mm. Uh, while you, I'm you could hear it, or yeah, you could hear it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The girl was she like made some funny noises. The, the girl he was with, uh, and. She's sucking me off while I'm trying to explain it still in Spanish. And yeah, after a bit, 
I eventually come because she was very, very, very good at it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like right after I come, my friend, he comes out of the do- outside of the door and I'm standing there with my boner and I still have like sperm on my stomach and everything. And I'm trying to clean it. But the most sus thing about this all is like <laughs> my friend, he kept like looking <laughs> at, at my boner and the sperm. I'm like, bro, what are you looking at? Look away. <laughs> but he was so focused on it. <laughs> And the girl was just like, ah, oh, okay, this happened. Your girl didn't care? She didn't care that much, no. Where's his girl? Still in the room. Still in the room, yeah. Is this the end of the story? This is the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely, well, it's not completely unrelated, but it is kind of unrelated from you getting your phone stolen. And no, the thing is, I, I, got to, I, I met her because my phone got stolen. Oh, because you went home instead of partying. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I yeah. did. Okay, so for you, Louis, what is the worst place you ever had sex? Besides the cold tile floor of this hostel back... I don't even know how long that ago that is, but... Um, ma'am, so the thing with me is... I think in one podcast I said that's part of the reason why this podcast exists. I have the worst memory in the world, and at least anything that comes out here will not be forgotten. And that's why I've, I have to get way... I have to get a huge variety of friends on the podcast because they all know different things about me. But I have a horrible memory. Yeah, me too. The worst place. The funny thing is because you asked me for some stories and I had to think for like 20 minutes about, okay, what happened to me in the past? And then I wrote them down so I wouldn't forget them. Yeah. But now that I think about it, there's still like so many things that I didn't even think of. Man, I once had them, a lot of my creative stories written down on a specific website. They w- it wasn't public, but just me and a bunch of friends could access it. Um, and one day the whole website just got deleted out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, and I was so dumb that I didn't back them up anywhere. And so they got lost. I know s- still parts of it, but not all the details that I had back then. And I even had like uh, voice notes edited and stuff of mm-hmm. me explaining shit. They're all gone. And... Um, Honestly, I don't really know. I, As I said, I love a bed. And if there's a bed nearby, then I'll get a bed. And there's yeah, there's a bunch of other things. But I don't think there's been like a very horrible... Okay, no. I did have sex once in a handicapped toilet in a parking lot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> During a festival. During a festival? Yeah. Okay. I actually sat, I remember I sat down on the handicapped toilet and she went down on me. And, and that was really the worst place ever? probably yeah well just this or this fucking hostel but i don't i don't i'm not a big fan of sex in not nice places it's yeah i totally get it yeah. i think what about you then for me uh, for me i think it was maybe on the beach i think it was also one of the you give me shit for the worst place being in on a handicapped toilet and in a disgusting hostel bathroom and you picked the beach I'll explain why the beach. Actually, I have a... No, you with the beach remind me. I had sex in a way worse spot than handicapped toilet. Yeah? So yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if I told this on another podcast, but I'm going to make it very short. I was in a beach club, wanted to have sex on the beach with the girl. There was people everywhere behind every corner. So we're looking around for a public space. There was just people everywhere. Last resort from you, like, okay... We've been looking for an hour. The mood's just going away. So I crawl into a bush 
<laughs> the girl crawls after me. I think I've heard the story. I take off my t-shirt. I put it on the mud. I go lay on the t-shirt. She is on top of me, cowgirl. We have sex. It's honestly, it was not really fun. It's you see people walking one meter past you. On, mm, they, so they don't know you're in the bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you have to be careful. Like, oh shit, maybe I make too much noise. And as I already told you, I'm not really into that whole, oh no, we might get caught thing. But so we're yeah. in this fucking bush. Um, so I'm only wearing my shoes and I guess my pants on my ankles because my t-shirt is the thing we're, that we put in the yeah. mud. Cowgirl, but whatever. And then the, you're fumbling with the condom and everything. Long story short, we end. Um, I want to go back to the club. I'm kind of bullying the girl on the way back to the club. Because okay, so this was after a night out. Well, during a oh, night yeah, out. Oh, yeah. I pulled her from a club. Okay. And my place was like... Uh, finding a taxi in Barcelona at night, it was also in Barcelona, it's almost impossible. So I'm like, At night, it. definitely. <laughs> impossible. So, you know, we come out of the bush. I go back to the club and I'm giving her shit because I smell shit, dog shit. And I was like, hey, there must have been dog shit in the bush because I can smell it and she smells it too. But I check my feet and there's none on my shoes. So I tell her, hey, check your shoes and her shoe is covered in dog shit. Uh, I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, I'm bullying her a little bit. I'm like, ah, you smell like shit. And um, I, I overdo it a bit. She's laughing at it, but I, I just I enjoy it so much. And I keep, yeah, you keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, you keep, you keep harping going. on it. Anyway, we hug goodbye. Um, she goes back to her friends. I want to go back to my buddies in the club and party on. But she leaves with her shit shoes and I still smell the shit. I'm like, fuck, is it on my shoes as well? And I check again and it's not. <laughs> it's like, how the fuck am I smelling it then? Bro, suddenly I check my side. The whole side of my t-shirt's covered in shit. <laughs> and you were back in the club. No, I was still in front of the you? club. But as soon, I'm okay. a bit of a clean freak. So as yeah, soon I as I see this, my mood's ruined. I, Of course, I don't want to go back in the club. I smell like shit. There's oh, fucking dog shit on me. I also probably can't take a cab because I smell like shit. Yeah. So I walked home 45 minutes. Look, it's Barcelona, so luckily it's not cold. I came home. I threw away the t-shirt in the trash. I took the longest shower ever and I went to bed. Man, maybe that was karma for bullying her with the shit on her shoes. I think it was. And then again, it's like, see, this would never have happened if we just had a bed. These, ad It makes a great story. But these adventurous true. places, it's like... True, true. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, it's like some people make it super romantic that, it, like, for example, having sex in the sea, like at a beach, it's dark and it's romantic and blah, blah, blah. And it's so fun. And But have you ever had sex in the sea? No. In the water? No. It's nearly impossible. So you have the waves, yeah. the tides. That's already <laughs> a big... <laughs> bro, the salty water going in the vagina, it's probably... You don't really feel that much, but just... The thing is, it's so weird that I never got... Like, maybe someone who is an expert in uh, biology or has a PhD can explain it to me. But for, for one reason, for some reason, water makes a vagina dry. Why? But are you for real? That makes a lot of sense. Because the vagina, what <laughs> makes the vagina? Because in water, wet it's is, all wet. Is not water. I know it's not water, but you're in you're in water, so there's all water. Yeah. But why does it make it so difficult? That's the question. Why? What what's happening there? Anyway, that's for uh, <laughs> that's for uh, a science oh podcast. But no, it's horrible. I also 
And I know a couple of guys that have had sex in jacuzzis and stuff. Me personally, it became way more difficult with the water. It's not as it's not as fun. It's like no, nah, it's overrated. Give me a fucking bed <laughs> or a couch or a table. I, I prefer, prefer a bed. I prefer a bed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but see, this is so funny because I'm like, I forget everything, and I'm like, yeah, the worst place is this hostel that I just remembered. Yeah. Like I literally haven't thought about that in 10 years. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's funny. And then it's like. You talk about the parking lot. I was like, "Oh wait, I was on a handicapped toilet in a parking lot," and then it's, and then you you're talking about the beach, and I was like, "Wait, I wanted to go to the beach, but I couldn't, so I had to go in the shit bush." But I just forget all these things. Yeah, see, that's that's how so they how they trigger me when I hear something with someone else. Yeah, like it's so funny. Like uh, a while ago, my friend told me about something we did when I was 13 years old. So when I was 13, I already looked 17 or something. Oh, for real? I was the opposite. Really? Oh, yeah. For me, yeah, I already looked older. So I could already go into clubs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this, yeah, this brothel close to where I live. It's maybe 15 <laughs> minutes walking. No way that you banged. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> bro, fuck this 13? I'm, I'm banging No, 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 no. <laughs> that would be fucking sick. No, but these guys have a few weird stories. Uh, it was all when I was still a virgin, but still they're funny stories. You were still a virgin at 13? I know, I'm such a weak. Fucking loser. Oh, I'm such a loser. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Why are I you just on this podcast? Work. I just stopped. <laughs> I should loser. leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, so he, this guy, he says to me like, Kenneth, like I was wearing, I think I was wearing pretty much pajamas. So I'm just <laughs> wearing a t-shirt and some shorts. <laughs> And Parenting 101, <laughs> your 13-year-old son is looking at hookers in pajamas. <laughs> okay. Don't tell my mom, please. Uh, anyway, so he, he says to me, we're still at my friend's place, and uh, he says to me like, hey, Kenneth, I bet you you will not be able to get in in those clothes. And I tell him... Get in where? I will. In the actual... In the brothel. Yeah. As a 13-year-old. <laughs> in his pajamas. <laughs> And you told him I will? I told him I will. And we put it to the test. We went there. And guess what happens? The little 13-year-old went into the brothel. The little 13-year-old went into the brothel. And then what? We went, we came in there. And uh, yeah, it looks very sketchy. And they, all of a sudden, they, they bring the girls where you can choose from. But what the f- yeah, but I'm I'm also thinking like, okay, I'm 13. I want to lose my virginity, <laughs> but not this way. Please, come on. <laughs> it has to be something more meaningful. Come on. <laughs> so they bring these girls oh, back when you still had standards. <laughs> <laughs> yes, once upon a time. Yeah. yeah, they bring these girls, and we're just yeah, we're standing there, we're like, and oh. no one they actually think you're too old or what? Old enough? Apparently they just let us in. I don't. I don't think they really cared. Okay. They're like money is money. Fucking hell. Yeah. Very funny. Okay. So they're lined up in front of you. They're lined up in front of us, and yeah, of course you chicken out. I mean, we're oh. we're thirteen, fourteen year olds, and we're like, oh yeah, no, uh, thank you. And to be honest, the girls weren't that great looking either, but still. That what? Not that great looking. Yeah. Oh. But still, I mean, I wouldn't have done it. Mm. I have standards. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> fucking in your pajamas. <laughs> <laughs>